0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, hey, hey there, my friend. Welcome back for another hopefully exciting episode of Drummer Daily. My name is Daniel, and I'm so happy you could join me. Uh, today I am, well, right now, the moment that I'm saying this, I'm in my kitchen. Uh, I... I am turning on the oven. In fact, I'm doing that right now. Setting it to 350 and then moving the oven rack. I am making cinnamon rolls uh, for my family. Uh, Mostly for my son, though, at the request of my son. Uh, As I'm recording this, we are getting down to the last week before school starts back. Uh, during summer break and so um, one of my hobbies that I really enjoy is baking which is funny because I'm supposed to be gluten free most of the time or all the time Um, and so of course I find a hobby that is pretty much nothing but gluten all the time Uh, but it's great because I get to bake things and make them and give them to other people which is a lot of fun uh, but anyway, my son has been asking for weeks now about cinnamon rolls. I make some cinnamon rolls that, if you ask me, are pretty darn darn good. Uh, and so um, he's been asking me about them for a while. And so I said, hey, before you go back to school, bud, I will make you some cinnamon rolls. So um, I've been working on and off all morning, uh, getting everything ready. And the, the cinnamon rolls are all made. They're rising last step is to uh, bake them. Uh, so my, my wife and my son went out to lunch, and I'm home baking cinnamon rolls while they're out. Um, but hey, uh, today I've got another question from you. Well, maybe not you specifically, but uh, you as a listener and one of you uh, wrote in. And uh, this question comes from Nathan, and he says... Uh, what insight do you have to offer on balancing the time you spend on tour away from home with spending time with your family um, and he, he said he understands that it's a you know it 's a, it's a loaded and maybe personal question that can differ greatly from person to person um, and he said you know he 's heard about other drummers who also um, you know were were very busy very famous but also were, were dedicated to their families and just curious about that. And then he wants to know how I have dealt with this aspect of a musical career. Uh, well, I will tell you, Nathan, that's a great question, by the way. Um, uh, th- I'll just tell you what I did, because that's the only thing I can do. Um, and, and I know other musicians, professional musicians, who have taken, taken a drastically different approach to this than me and so I don't necessarily know um, if there's anything that's wrong or right. It definitely depends um, on your family and uh, your family dynamic and and for me I made the decision based on um, having a wife at first and then a wife and a son and uh, my, my, my approach changed as time went on and I realized what I really wanted or didn't want and things like that and so the same thing will happen for you but um the most important thing that I did uh, related to time touring and things like that was uh, I uh, and what I want to encourage you to do is you need to really um, uh, for lack of a better what better way of saying it count the cost associated with going on a long tour basically think about what's the longest amount of time that you would, uh, that you would be willing to be gone. And, and the, the way that I would do this, because it's really hard to envision or imagine until it happens, is um, pick out an arbitrary day um, you know, in your regular life and like put a mark on the calendar um, on this day. And then uh, I would say even set like an alarm on your phone that repeats daily uh, maybe uh, if there's a special time of your day, like for me, I would do it like maybe um, at bedtime for my son um, where, we, where we put him to bed every night or something like that. I'd pick a time and set an alarm. And uh, I would have that alarm be there to remind you every day, starting on this arbitrary day that you pick, that um, in, this, in this imaginary scenario you're, you're thinking about and considering, uh, that you'd be gone. And then every day, reminder that during this moment you're gone. During this moment you're gone, uh, and, and of course more than just uh, more than just the nighttime, the bedtime thing, or whatever the one time during the day. As much as you can remind yourself every day that in the scenario you would be gone, you would not be here for whatever you're doing right now. Um, that you're going to miss some things. Um, start to count those things and start to perceive how long it really is. Um, The longest uh, in the last five years or so that I've been gone away from my family, since my son's been born, the longest I've been gone, I believe was 13 or 14 days. So two weeks, Um, which in the touring world is not that long. I know guys who have large families who were gone for um, 30 or 45 days and they might have worked it out to catch a flight home one day in the middle of that and then leave, you know, the next morning or something. Um, so, practically speaking, 30 to 45 days gone. That is a long, long time. Um, and so, the first part of it is, I think that a lot of musicians who get opportunities have not done the work on the front end to count the cost of what it really feels like to be gone that long. And when you get presented with an opportunity um, that's a wonderful opportunity, um, you don't have an accurate perspective on what it really costs you emotionally and your relationships and everything else. Um, And you also don't feel like you're prepared to, to say no because of that and you take it on, then later you realize how t- torturous it is um, to to do that um, and the other part of it is that if especially as you if you do have a family or you have a you, you know you start to have kids or things like that, it doesn't get easier to leave it actually gets harder um it it got harder and harder and harder every time I would leave. I would tell you there were numerous occasions, uh, before I kind of like semi-retired from touring or decided to take a a nice long break like I'm in right now from touring, uh, where I'd have those midnight bus calls. Um, meaning I have to, have to meet the bus at midnight to get on and go to sleep so I could wake up the next morning at the first tour stop where I'd be driving to the bus. My family's asleep, you know, and it was all I could do to like physically prevent myself from like pulling over, pulling a U turn, and just going back home and just calling up the band and saying, Sorry guys, can't do it. Um, that happened a lot. Um, and it never got easier. Um, the other thing is, up until uh, I'm trying to think when it was, I, I guess maybe last year, so about a year ago, I had never been home on Halloween. With my kid and my young son, you know, loving to dress up in costumes and stuff, I never got a chance to go out trick or treating with him. Um, which Halloween's not like a super important holiday to us or anything, but um, it was always a bummer to get sent pictures of him in his costume and stuff. And so, um, those kind of things aren't things you think about specifically um, if you try at all. If you even do think about the the negatives of being gone like that until they actually happen. So the most important thing is I would encourage you to. Um, Try to try to emotionally give yourself a little feel for what it's like to be gone that much first. Number two is I would say try to, um, you know, if you have a spouse or, 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 or family or even like a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, um, try to discuss with them what they think is, uh, you know, what, what that would be like for them, what their perspective is on that and, um, and, uh, you know, the other thing, because and, and sometimes they might have wildly different expectations or you might uh, project and say, well, I just assumed you didn't want me to do this because of this or that, but you didn't talk about it. All those kinds of things that uh, uh, I'm not a relationship therapist, so I can't tell you right or wrong. I can just say that um, it's always better to talk about things like that than not talk about them and then be surprised by what the other person thinks uh, when it becomes a problem. Uh, but the other thing is, and I think this is probably the most important thing, is before you find yourself with opportunities or, or, or a choice to make, You need to decide ahead of time what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do as far as time away from your family. Are there parts that are negotiable? Are there parts that are non-negotiable? For example, when I uh, do studio time as best I can, um, this is not what I would consider a non-negotiable, but I try to be home for dinner. Um, sometimes sessions start later than that, and they they go on through the night. But I try to set that expectation with my family on the front end that hey, this is starting later, so I won't be here for that. But then I am going to be home in time for bed or something like that. Um, anyway, I, I try not to have certain things are not negotiable. So for me, uh, if I'm in town, uh, you know, and I'm not playing a, a live gig, if I'm doing studio work, you know, missing my kids bedtime is. Not negotiable, and if if I can't work it out where I can be home for that, and the other other party is not willing to negotiate, um, I will say no. Now I will also point out that I'm at the point in what I'm doing where I feel comfortable saying no, uh, but you may not feel that way um, early on in the whole thing. So I totally get that if that's not uh, if that's not where you're at. Um, you might get there someday, but make a choice. That's the most important thing I want to talk to you about. Is just uh, make a choice about what you are willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Um, also, know that unless you're well, it, you always have a choice. I was gonna I was gonna say something that's actually not true. I always had a choice, even when I was you know the drummer for the the last band I toured with, All Sons and Daughters. Um, you know. I never once was, was was presented with something where it was like, we're doing this, see you there. Um, you know, I let them know that I was pretty open and was able to do whatever. So they kind of, like they knew that. But the, I was always said, always asked, hey, we're going to do a tour in the fall um, around this time, probably leaving around this time, probably coming back for this break, this and that. Um, we probably won't be gone longer than seven days at a time, whatever that was. Uh, are you willing to do it? Um, or would you, are you interested in that? Would you like to do that? I was always asked. And um, thankfully the answer of what I was presented with, I was always able to answer yes. Um, but uh, I was never just told what to do. Uh, and uh, worst case scenario, in any musical situation I was ever in, I never felt like I had to do anything I didn't want to do. Um, if I didn't want to do it, if I, and especially when it comes to balancing family and, and other things that are, that are more important than a music career to me, uh, I never felt like I couldn't choose. I could always say, you know what? Um, in this situation, it's okay if I lose this opportunity in the long run, even, uh, because I, I there's things I'm not willing to negotiate on. Uh, so it's going to be hard, um, to answer your question. Uh, there's not w- a way to make it easy. It's always going to be hard. It's always going to feel painful to leave your family behind and go travel for any reason. Uh, at least it is for me. Um, but, uh, There are things you can do to make the decision-making process easier along the way. And that's uh, what I've been talking about today is how to make the decision easier to make. Uh, It may not feel great emotionally. It may not be less painful when the decision is actually made. But you've at least established some guidelines for how to answer for an opportunity when it comes along for you. Uh, I always say you got to practice for the gig you don't have yet, but I also think you need to mentally prepare for the gig you don't have yet, which means doing things like what we talked about today where you you decide what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and really try to see what it feels like to be in those situations before they happen so you are as prepared as you can be for them. Thanks a lot for that question, Nathan. That was a really great, great question. And I'm so happy that you could join me here on Drummer Daily. And I can't wait to talk to you again very soon. Bye for now. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be.